to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? The blackest dies. Oh my god. Come on! to the Skewered Universe podcast. My name is Jeff. I'm Leanne. And we're back once again. We're going to be talking about another movie. Not another movie. Yeah, another, another movie. Another one? Yeah, that's what we do. We're kind of a movie review podcast. <sighs> I know, it's tough to get through movies. Entertainment, you know. <laughs> but uh, real quick, in case you guys haven't been paying attention, uh, there's a huge strike happening. The Writers Guild, Screen Actors Guild, AFTRA, SAG-AFTRA, all that. Striking for compensation regarding residuals. Uh, real quick, you can look up all the info online, but I know personally myself, and I think Leanne might be the same, we 100% support the strike. Yeah. People deserve to be paid for what they've created, what they're doing, and billionaires can suck my ass. Um, if any of you disagree with that stance... Uh, you're allowed your opinion, but I think it's pretty shitty if you side with corporations on this one. Anyway, Leanne. What? Is there anything exciting that's been going on with you? No. No? Nothing at all, huh? I can't unlock my phone. <laughs> oh, no. Face ID's not recognizing you? <laughs> it unlocks. Swipe up. Yeah, I know, but I... That's not... I, I'm trying to change the background. Oh, anyway. that's weird. Yeah, so that's what's new with me. <laughs> I apologize for bringing in your your technological issues <laughs> to the forefront. I think the only real thing that's any different uh, this time around is we've been watching more of what we do in the shadows on Hulu. Yeah. Which, it's really funny. Yeah. I need to show you the movie that it's based on. I think you would appreciate it. It's Jermaine Clement, Flight of the Concords, which I know you, in, you appreciate and enjoy. Yeah. I mean, you're all about business time. Yeah. And, oh shit, I'm drawing a blank. The other one? Yeah, what was it? Uh, the, the shit, the song about balls. Sugar Lumps. Yeah. <laughs> I just totally ruined that. But yeah, I need to show you the movie because I watched that first. There's not a whole lot that ties into the series, aside from some cameos that return, but the movie is really fun, too. Now let's get down to business, shall we? We're watching a movie. Neither one of us have seen this. It's something new and exciting and fresh. Well, it came out last year. Sometimes I take really good notes, and I, I give really <laughs> good commentary. This time, that's not going to happen. Nope, you got me to do it this time. Yeah, there you go. This is this is both of us watching something new, and I'll be giving more of what's happening. I'm uh, just here for the ride. We're probably going to end up spoiling this, but what we're doing tonight, the 2022 Jordan Peele directed... Nope. Did you know that the very first assembly of photographs to create a motion picture was a two-second clip of a black man on a horse? And that man is my great-great-grandfather. Great. There's another great... Grandfather. But that's why back at the Haywood Ranch, as the only black-owned horse trainers in Hollywood, we like to say since the moment pitches could move, yeah, skin in the game.
was a bare miracle. They got work for that. Real quick, the synopsis. The residents of a lonely gulch in inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. I love the fact that it says that the categories are suspense, horror, cerebral, and serious. <laughs> For Do any they of you need to do that. <laughs> I don't know. It is Amazon Prime, so they kinda do whatever they want. Like most of these streaming services, you will find this will probably you do a search in any of those categories. Nope is coming up. And then if you did like a broad search of like, I don't know, thriller, it would probably end up under there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. These these categories are funny, but that's suspense, horror, cerebral, serious, serious. So you're going to be in suspense. You'll be scared, but you'll think about it. But it's going to be very, it's going to be a serious time. There's no joking around here. Definitely no joking around. <laughs> serious. I'm I'm excited because we're seeing Daniel Kaluuya come back. I think it's Kaluuya. Yes. To work with Jordan Peele for a second time. He worked with him on Get Out. I love everything he does. Which I think you and I are big fans of Get Out. Yeah. We really did like Us as well. We haven't seen it for a second time yet, but. Yeah. He was in Black Mirror too. Yes, a really good episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. It was really fucked up what was going on there. Yeah. But anyway, nope. From 2022. Are we ready to dive in and check this out? Yeah, I got my popcorn and everything. She literally has popcorn, folks. Yeah. No, this is no joke. Yeah. She's We're serious here for a good tonight. Time. Yeah. All right, let's get to it. We'll talk to you guys in just a minute. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby. Alright, we are the first 15 minutes into Nope, and right off the bat, there's already weird shit happening. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so we are introduced to Otis Sr. and Otis Jr. who are running what appears to be a horse ranch. We we do horses. we come to find out they're training horses for Hollywood. They're animal wrangler, wranglers for Hollywood movie productions. They're talking about the next gig they got coming up, and then weird shit starts falling from the sky. And Otis Sr., played by Keith David, gets hit with something. Turns out, after they take him to the hospital and he's deceased, <laughs> it was a nickel. Yeah. Through the eye. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. You started a movie, you gave me Keith David, and then you took away Keith David. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Typically, any movie that has Keith David for me is inherently better. And you got rid of him so quick, I'm like, mm, Jordan Peele, I don't know. <laughs> it was kind of messed up to see him taking his dad to the hospital in the truck. He's trying to keep him talking, like, you'll be okay, and you can just see the blood every once in a while just kind of 
squirt oh, out of I the injury. See that part. Yeah, there was a couple of times it just kind of went. Nice. I was like, oh, oh, it was it was well done though when they showed his body in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. One eye is completely wrecked where the nickel flew in. Yeah. <laughs> The other eyes just clouded over and open. I'm like, mm. you even called it. You're like, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so then what we've seen, and like I said, we're going to spoil this. It came out last year. If you guys haven't seen it. Well, in the very, very beginning, there was the monkey. Yeah. the We opened on the set of a, looked like a television show being filmed. In front of a live audience, which no longer had an audience. There were a few what looked like dead bodies in the audience. Yeah. And all we see is this chimp covered in blood kind of walk into frame. We only hear this commotion. We hear lines being said and then commotion. And we hear a child kind of breathing in a scared manner. We see this chimp covered in blood. No, No clue as to what's happening. And then we cut to seeing... The horse ranch and their day starting out with, you know, bailing the horses with hay and all that kind of stuff. Then we fast forward six months. And OJ, as he's called, Otis Jr., is on the set with one of their horses doing their job. You can tell he is not comfortable. This is not his wheelhouse. This is what their dad did. He's having to take over now. He's trying to tell him, hey, don't look the horse in the eye. These guys are ignoring everything he said about safety. Hey, don't approach the horse, the horse from behind. They're, they're talking shit about him. Like, where's where's the older guy? Oh, he died like six months ago, so we're stuck with his son. They're like, oh, okay. Like, just totally rude and loud, and he's just... You can see him sitting there like, really? He's like couldn't, right there. <laughs> it's like, you couldn't take this somewhere else and talk about it? The I don't even know who the woman playing the actress was who was supposed to get on the horse. Looks at him and goes, oh, your name is OJ? And he's like, yeah, Otis Jr.? She's like, oh. Like, bitch, he's not going to slice your throat open. It's not that OJ. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we see his sister Emerald show up. Late. <laughs> Late. She's the charismatic one of the two. She's got all this energy. She's trying to get things going for herself, you can see. Like, she gives... Supposed to be a safety meeting, but there really wasn't any safety no. precautions given. No. It was, if you see something unsafe, talk to us. Uh, th- uh, that's not a clear... Uh, mm, yeah. So I think she's sort of the flaky one of the two. It seems like it. So where we're at now is she's hitched a ride with her brother back to the horse ranch, and they're at some... What looks to be almost like a county fair, small amusement park, Old West-themed town. I got no fucking clue. Yeah. It's out in the middle of nowhere, California, up in Agua Dulce, so (laughs) no telling what's going to happen. No clue. So far, I'm very intrigued as to what could happen. I got no clues. I purposefully have not read anything more about this movie, so that being said... Leanne, should we keep going? Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you guys in just a minute. Enjoy this intermission. Maybe get some popcorn. Maybe a sandwich. Maybe a hot dog. I'm not doing that NPC thing on TikTok. Sorry. We'll talk to you guys in a moment. Save your battery and your disposition. When it rains, you can still enjoy the movie with a Drizzle Guard rain visor. Simply press suction cups to the windshield as shown in the detail on your instruction sheet. Drizzle Guards are on sale now at the concession stand. Refresh yourself. It's intermission time. The concession stand is open and ready to serve you. All right, we're back. Another 15 minutes down. Things are moving along. As they tend to do. (laughs) I know, I state the obvious. Uh, The sibling rivalry at the very beginning, was very thick between M and OJ. Yeah. They went to... The place that we talked about last break is called Jupiter's Claim. It looks like it's just like a little tourist attraction-y, Old West kind of thing. And they talked to Jupe, 
who runs the place, who's a former child actor, who was the kid that was on the show that we talked about for the opening scene for the movie where the chimp went insane. Yeah. So, yeah, they're trying to talk. OJ is trying to talk business with Jupe. M is fangirling over the fact that he was on, you know, Jupe was the child and kid sheriff and he was on Gordy's Home, the, you know, short-lived sitcom from 1996. Because he has all of these things in his office. Yeah, he's got a secret room that has all sorts of memorabilia from this show. And... He what did he say? He had a Dutch couple pay him fifty thousand dollars to sleep in the room. Yeah, with all the weird Gordy's home merchandise. Yeah, <sighs> basically, yeah. It's it's like he's making money off of it, but I think he's still traumatized by it because he was telling him, "Oh, there's a sketch you can watch on Saturday Night Live about the whole thing." Yeah. And they showed a flashback of him as a kid on set with blood on his face, kind of freaking out. Hiding, so it's like, yeah, the the trauma runs thick with you, bro. So anyway, they're talking business. Apparently, Jupe has made a offer to buy uh, Haywood's Hollywood Horses, their whole ranch. They didn't say for how much, but brother and sister Em and OJ are like, ah, eh, okay, you know, having a little fun back and forth. So they've kind of calmed down. They're not at as at each other's throats. They start to reminisce. They're drinking, talking about dad, talking about the business. When they notice one of their horses is out in the arena, Ghost. This was the horse that their dad was on when he was killed, essentially. OJ goes out. Horses acting weird. There's... And runs off. So OJ goes to see where he could have went. I don't know what he was hearing in the distance. It sounded like somebody, like, preaching. Well, almost. it was Jupe. It was Jupe's voice. And it kind of, yeah, it sounded preachy. Yeah, he said, me and my family have, be- have witnessed. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, and there are these, like, spotlight-type lights out there. Yeah. Just odd, odd things you can hear him saying. And then the electricity in the house goes out. Yeah, it dips down real low and then comes back. And OJ sees something fly across the night sky. Very fast, looks very big. He gets back on his little uh, cart that he's got to travel around the ranch. Goes back to the house and is like, yeah, I saw something. That's where we're at now. He's telling his sister, like, I saw something. I don't know how to describe it. It was big. The ghost freaked out. Or the horse named Ghost freaked out, made noises I never heard. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. They're building up the suspense. For sure. Definitely serious. So it's living up to those two tags so far. (laughs) Let's see if they live up to any other tags. So, Leanne, I always ask you this. What are you thinking so far? Um, so far, so good. I'm interested. Yeah, same here. It feels a lot like the pacing of Get Out, sort of where things are slowly kind of being revealed to you. Yeah. Like, you don't get everything all at once. So, I'm kind of curious to see where this is going to go. Yeah. All right. So, I think we're going to get back to it, and you guys can listen to this cheeky little intermission. The next show will start in eight minutes. Hey! They're ready, folks. For refreshment that is great. If it's early or it's late, it's Orange Crush. Orange Crush, the drink that's extra good. Fresh fruit flavor. That's for me. It tastes better. Naturally. Orange Crush, Orange Crush, get some right away. Visit our refreshment stand right away for delicious Orange Crush and all kinds of good things to eat. All right, we're back. Things have taken a little bit more of a weird turn. We got to see a fry store that still existed. Yeah. <laughs> so Em and OJ were talking about how photographic evidence can make them big bucks if they sell it to the right website of UFOs. 
So they went into Fry's Electronics, which doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> to buy all sorts of camera equipment. They meet... The, I'd say he's kind of a smartass in the beginning when they meet him. Yeah. Angel, the clerk. Yeah. At Fry's. He's trying to get him to, you know, do you want the install? They're like, nope. Do you want a card with us? No, 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 no. Just bring us up. We're good. No offense. <laughs> like, well, wait, is it a hard install? He goes, well, not for me. Anyway, we move forward. He's out there putting up the cameras on their ranch. Setting them all up. <laughs> he's like, when it's done, he's he's asking, like, hey, do you want me to remotely monitor the feed? They're like, nope, we're good. You can go. He's like, hey, fucking dicks. All right, whatever. You know, make sure you get a call from my sewer. They're like, five stars. Be on your way. He leaves. And <laughs> yeah, apparently Emerald took off at one point during the installation of the cameras and came back with a decoy for horse training. Which she took from Jupiter's claim. I'm fairly certain because Jupe showed up. It's like, hey, uh, where'd you get that? <laughs> Before he could ask that question, M asked him, where'd you get that? Where'd you get yours at? He was like, yeah, we have the, the whole conversation yelled from like, you know, a football field apart, basically. Yeah. Where we're at now, weird shit's happening again. Well, first off, OJ went out because lights came on in the horse stables. The sprinklers were on, lights were on, stuff's going on. He turns them off. They come back on again. And there's a figure there standing near the switches. <laughs> you did not like that. No. <laughs> I didn't know what it was at first. I couldn't see. I thought it was maybe that decoy horse had like come to life or something and was there. And then I realized, oh, no, that's that looks like an alien. Yeah. Then there were two, because one popped out of one of the stables. And then there was three. And he's going, nope, nope, I'm out of here, goes to run away, and then there's one hanging upside down. So he, what does he do? He Will Smiths that bitch and punches <laughs> it in the face. <laughs> you would have thought this thing talked bad about his sister or his wife or something. Was he, well, he didn't slap him. He punched Turns out it was three kids or whatever, workers from Jupiter's Claim, saying, don't fuck with Jupiter's Claim, bitch. So, yeah, there's a rivalry. But now, the guy from Fry's Angel has called M and said, hey, uh, your second camera isn't working and there's a bug on camera A. She's like, yeah, I know. Why are you looking at the feed? I told you not to. He goes, yeah, but your second camera's out. The shit's going on. That's where we're at now. The yeah. horse that got released by the kids pranking them is being retrieved by OJ, and we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's it's definitely a movie that's holding my attention yeah. a lot more than I thought it would. Mm -hmm. They're building up to something, and a part of me is hoping that it's really fucking ridiculous, that another part of me is like, I want it to be like fire in the sky levels of fucked up shit that we're going to see. I've got two sides to my brain, so yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. All right, I think we should continue on, because this is a two-hour and ten-minute movie, and I had no idea that's how long this bitch was. Yeah. So we're going to get back to it, and we'll talk to you guys in a bit. It's intermission, it's intermission. It's intermission, it's intermission. Ice cream, candy, lemonade, too. And there's a hot dog waiting for Yourself a tasty treat down at the snack bar. Snack bar. 
Okay, another 15 minutes in, and they've got footage of some sort of UFO alien thing on film. Cloud that won't move. Yeah. And you you brought up something interesting because we saw the horse get spooked. OJ's out, you know, when this thing is showing up. M's on the phone with Angel. And shit kind of goes nuts. It's our first glimpse of whatever is in the clouds. And then all we see is the horse that got spooked. I think it was Clover that OJ was trying to bring back. Knocks him down and just runs off. And whatever this thing in the sky is, is following the horse. It's tracking the horse. And then the last thing you hear is like the horse shrieking. Which I didn't know horses could make that noise. But that's the noise we heard the first time that he saw something. That fate, it said shrieking. So sometimes with the horses, you brought up an interesting thing. Now, what did you say the horses might be? Uh, I don't know. A sacrifice. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird that they're taking the horses. I don't know what it would be for. Well, because it reminded me of that juke guy and like mm-hmm. how he's been buying the horses. But we don't really know what he's been doing with them. And like if he's out in the middle of nowhere and this thing sucks up horses... Maybe he's buying the horses to have them sucked up? Maybe. Yeah, we didn't touch on that. That Jupes thing with uh, the Haywoods is he's been buying their old horses that aren't able to be used on set for commercials and movies and such. Yeah. So that that makes odd sense. That really does <laughs> make sense for something. Because we did hear him, like, proselytizing. Yeah, like, something. Yeah, not sure what happened. So they're kind of freaking out. You know, M was like, nope, I'm out of here. She was ready to leave. And OJ's like, mm, I got work to do around here. It's not going to come back tonight. Fuck it. He's oddly calm about the whole thing. She's freaking out like anybody would. Uh, Angel from Fry's shows back up the next day and points out, as you said, the cloud that hasn't moved. And seems like it may have been in the sky for six months. So whatever this is, is hiding in a cloud. We're not sure. Yeah. And then we move to a flashback for Jupe of when he was working on Gordy's home. Well, we also see that she calls that one guy to see if he'll record it. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. The director that was on set for the commercial M calls him trying to give him the opportunity of a lifetime to film the impossible and he was like yeah whatever you're trying to do it's out of reach you know and hangs up basically after a pretty lengthy conversation yeah but she doesn't really tell him what it's for she's just like oh it's a chance to film the impossible and he's essentially telling her it's just a dream yeah so that that happens, and now we are watching, <laughs> not in graphic detail, but in some, there's some good sound design here of the chimp Gordy going nuts on the set. Little Jupe, Ricky Jupe Park, according to the credits here that are paused on the screen, hiding under a table while Gordy basically thumps the shit out of the lead actress of the show. And is now chasing down the guy who was his dad on the show. <laughs> yeah. And going after him. Like, and when I say the sound design is really good, you can you hear first squishing and thumping. And then they show you just things obstructing the view. But it's this chimp going nuts and just pounding away. Just fists thumping on the ground and just blood splatter going everywhere. It's... It's so visceral, and it's it's why a lot of people won't work with chimps, because they can turn on a fucking dime. Because the older they get, the more aggressive they get. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, right now, we're chimps getting the the sitcom dad, so... The, the caption says, in parentheses, heavy thumping, and then 
no exclamation point no exclamation point <laughs> yeah why he ran back on set to think he could handle a chimp is beyond me i figured when i heard somebody walking on set i'm like oh somebody's gonna come in and like shoot this chimp and that's gonna be traumatic no no it's somebody going gordy stop no it's an actor come like you picked the wrong time to try and be a hero man so yeah, we're I'm enjoying this. I don't know about you. I'm having a good time watching this. Yeah, so far so good. We'll see we'll see how that plays out. We got plenty of more movie to watch, so we'll talk to you guys in a few. Yeah. It's intermission time. Time for refreshment. During the next ten minutes. You're invited to visit the refreshment stand, where you'll be greeted with fast, friendly service. You'll find hot dogs, juicy hamburgers, and mouth-watering delicious pizza. There are refreshing hot and cold beverages, ice-cold cola, and orange drink. Goes great with an order of crispy French fries. Then there's a wide selection of your favorite candies and other delicious snacks. And there's always a fresh batch of hot buttered popcorn to go with the rest of the show. So visit the refreshment stand now during this 10-minute intermission and add to your enjoyment of the movie. We're happy to have you with us tonight and hope you'll come back often. Okay, 15 more minutes down and... We still don't know what's going on. Don't know what's going on. No. But we got to see a chimp get shot in the head. Yeah. Uh, For any of you out there that don't like animal violence, I'm one of those. It's a CG chimp. It's a fully rendered out CG chimp. Yeah. We saw the aftermath. And what it looked like to me is the chimp got uh, excited or scared about something, went off. And then afterwards was like, hey, because it was tapping the foot of the woman it had beat the crap out of. And I'm assuming ate her face because we did hear flesh ripping. It was like tapping her foot like, hey, hey, are you OK? And then made its way over to the table where little Jupe was hanging out and went to do the fist bump. And right as the kid was about to fist bump the chimp. Bang. Monkey brains everywhere. I'm sorry, ape brains. So yeah, that's showing us where Jupe received all his trauma. Cut to him and his wife preparing for their big show coming up. But in the audience, there's a woman with her face ripped off. We're we're getting there. We see that OJ and M are preparing for a storm. They've got Angel the Fries guy there putting bags over the cameras to protect them. OJ sees a flyer for the Star Lasso experience at Jupiter's Claim, which is what Jupe and his wife were getting ready for. So he goes, I'm going to go get Lucky the horseback. Now we see they're putting on this show. It's basically like you said, it almost seems like they're sacrificing horses to whatever this flying saucer thing is, because he talks about every Friday for the last six months, my family and I have seen this. And he did call out. His co-star was in the audience. The woman with no face, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was the one who was assaulted by the chimp. She's there for, I guess, to as a sign of show of support. I don't know. But when her face is revealed, it's like, oh, yeah, she got no face. Yeah. It was pretty cool looking. It was gross, but it was cool looking. Yeah. So... Man, what happened to everybody there? Because <laughs> Well, they got a show, but they they kinda got a show from the inside of a UFO. Yeah. So the flying saucer he was talking about showed up early and sucked everyone up. Ignored the horse and just sucked everybody up. Yeah. And the weird thing was when you saw them inside of whatever this is, it almost looked like they were going through a digestive tract. Something. It was, it it gave me kind of vibes from Fire in the Sky. Yeah. With that whole thing where he's wrapped up in the, yeah. So, it's kind of fucked up what was going on. Yeah, well, maybe it's an animal. 
who knows? I know we saw OJ show up to try and get lucky. Jupiter's claim is deserted. He's like, he goes to the arena where they were at. There's nobody there. Meanwhile, this thing is darting around the sky. It almost looks like it patrols. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what the popping noises were. And then you heard screaming. I mean, it's reminiscent of gunshots, but that doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense with the screaming that you can hear as it's going over. And then the screaming just stopped. Yeah. And then the last thing we see is whatever this thing is just comes down as OJ's trying to get Lucky out of this little box it's in. And he gets face to face with its butthole. Basically, yeah, it looks like a giant butthole. Yeah. <laughs> as it's described as a large circular thing with a smaller circular cutout about two school buses in diameter. And yeah, when it came down, it looked like a butthole. Yeah. I don't know. He got knocked out because he didn't get sucked up into whatever this thing is. He woke up and it's raining. It's raining. The He's horse so shows lucky. Up. And now we're back at the farm and Am is getting ready to watch videotapes, I'm assuming, of the surveillance cameras they've had up or something. Who knows? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So that's where we're at now. I'm thoroughly fucking confused as to what's happening, but I'm interested. I am so intrigued. I want to know what the payout's going to be. Yeah, me too. Because hopefully it's good. I don't want to be let down. Jordan Peele has not let me down yet. His comedy was always solid. Get Out was great. Us was great. So I'm hoping Nope is also great. Yeah. You want to... Get to it? Yeah. Keep going? Yeah. All right. (laughs) You enjoy this brief intermission. Maybe get yourself a soft drink from the snack bar, some popcorn, or delicious cold ice cream. I'm sorry, sir. This is a private mountain. But I only wanted this mountain is reserved for patrons. But 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 it's I... a supply depot for all sorts of good things, which people can get at the snack bar, like soft drinks, candy bars of all kinds, delicious popcorn, and refreshing ice cream treats. But I am a patron. Well, why didn't you say so? Be our guest. This movie just took a hard turn into even more weird shit. Yeah. Apparently it is not a flying saucer. Yeah, he said it's an animal. It's some sort of animal, and it's eating. (laughs) It's feeding. One thing I think I forgot to mention is uh, Angel, the Fry's Electronics dude. He's like a hardcore alien believer like ancient aliens watcher he ran down a whole thing early on in the film so apologies for not mentioning that i realize now my mistake there you go mea culpa mea culpa please forgive me don't hate me please keep listening anyway (laughs) this shit was i don't know if it was pooping or just regurgitating they OJ figured out this thing is an animal. It is not a flying saucer. It's eating. It's being fed. It's feeding. It's ate the people from the show. It's eating horses. And then <laughs> he was letting Em know because Em was watching videos of her dad, like reminiscing. Angel is taken off. But the cars die because it's back. So Angel runs into the house with Em. OJ's on his way back home with Lucky. Our monster in the sky shows up over the house and metal objects start falling. What I'm assuming is it can't digest metal. Only organic material. And then it poops on the house. Yeah, just a torrent of blood and whatever else. Just covering the house pretty disgusting i like it yeah <laughs> it's really cool as you they just focus on this window and you just see this thick red sludge running down. you're like oh oh that's from the people and horses and ate yeah that's the people <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so oj gets back home he <laughs> 
He's in his truck. And this thing is over. There's a rainstorm. And then he notices, oh, it's not raining on my car anymore or my truck. He opens his door a bit, looks out, sees this thing above him, just closes it and goes, nope. <laughs> Which is what we would all do. He's like, nope, shaking his head. Nope. Locks his door and is like, I'm not doing shit. Then that metal horse decoy <laughs> got dropped through his windshield. That was pretty fucking exciting. Yeah. I didn't expect that to happen. So where we're at now, OJ got M and Angel out of the house, into the Fry's Electronics van. They were hanging out at Angel's house, smoking weed, playing with VR headsets. OJ's like, this thing needs to be fed. We have to figure out a way to take care of this. And they're like, no, nobody wants to hear it. He goes, no, you need to hear it. This isn't our fault. This is Jupe's fault because he was trying to tame a predator. So he's getting all like, you tame a horse a certain way, we can tame this. Meanwhile, the director from the commercial has shown up. He wants to try and catch this on film. Yeah, he heard about it. Yeah. So that's where we're at now. We're There's news reports of 40 people at this event at Jupiter's Claim just disappearing. And he changed his mind real fast. Yeah. He's there now, and <laughs> I have a feeling things are going to get real interesting. We still have, oh, what have we got? Ugh. 40 minutes, roughly? Yeah, we've still got quite a bit of time, so yeah. I say we jump back in and keep going. Yeah. All right, we'll be back. Like you crave that corn when it's freshly bobbed. You gotta beat it to the box with the butter on the top. Get with it, man. Start scrolling down to the sweets that you're rolling the best in town. Our candy's real gone, if I'm understood. To all you squares, that means the confection is positively delicious. Cork that stuff. Give me five. Let me send you into this nutty jive. Shake it on down to this cool snack bar. Come on, Jill, give us a treat. A friendly pepper upper with a tasty beat. Drink Dr. Pepper, Dr. Dr. Pepper, cause it never lets you down. Frosty, man, frosty. We're back again, another 15 minutes. Nope is fucking insane. I still don't know what's going on. <laughs> Neither do I. They've hatched a plan to get this thing on film, basically treating it like a wild animal. Don't look it in the eye. They've got... The director brought an old school film camera to record on, so it's not going to suffer any electrical interference. They've set up all their digital cameras to record. They've got radios. TMZ guy showed up. Yeah, some dude, TMZ dude on a motorcycle, looking like a fucking freak with an all-chrome motorcycle helmet. It's like, don't roll up somewhere where weird shit's happening, looking like possibly part of the weird shit that's happening. Seriously? <laughs> like, fuck. He's like, oh, hey, who are you? Like, don't, no, take your helmet off. Take your helmet off, weirdo. For a second, I was like, oh, is this guy part of what's happening? I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't sure if he's part of what's happening, Mr. TMZ guy, or not. But uh, that was that was weird that he just popped up out of nowhere, but they chased the weird stories. Yeah, well, he got sucked up. Yeah, because <laughs> he was on an electric motorcycle. And... We found out what happens when an electric motorcycle meets an anti-electric field. It stops dead in its tracks and flings the rider about a hundred or so feet away. <laughs> OJ tried to save him. OJ went out there on, on horseback telling him, don't, you know, just look at me. Don't look. And he was like, you know what? Sorry, I gotta leave you. <laughs> and in came this creature and sucked him up. 
and you can yep. hear him screaming the entire time. Yep. It's. <laughs> it almost looks like an eyeball. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> it's really creepy. It's really fucking weird. I don't know what it is. I'm hoping we get some kind of explanation at some point. <laughs> because I have no clue what's going on. All I know is they were trying to draw this thing out by setting up wacky inflatable arm flailing tube men. Yeah, all over the place. They took all the car batteries from the dead people's cars that Jupiter's claim, which I mean, they don't need them anymore. They got sucked up into the giant eyeball thing. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to need the cars. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention that part of the debris that landed on the house during the last break was the woman's wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> the woman who was attacked by the chimp, she was in like a motorized scooter wheelchair thing. It was on the roof of the house after this thing. Shit. Everything it couldn't digest. Yeah. Anyway, this... I I need to know more. I need to know what's happening. I mean, they're filming on film cameras. They got digital video and stuff, but it's... We still don't know what this thing is. I don't know if we're ever going to get told what it is. Hopefully we will. Hopefully. I say we uh, jump back in. What do you think? Yeah. All right. And just like that, the movie has come to an end. We have finished Nope. It was a movie. <laughs> you don't sound like you like the ending. There was a plot. There was dialogue. You sound let down. It was creative. <laughs> I, I wanted scary. I thought we were going to get scary. We got more creepy. Yeah. Like, the creative part was pretty creepy. Yeah. I'd still, it's just some alien creature. Yeah. That looks like an eyeball, but then when it unfurls itself, it's... It, like a... An air jellyfish? Yeah. That looks like it has weird streamers that come out of its mouth. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's different than anything I've ever seen. I I like that it's different. I really like it. (laughs) I actually... I actually really like this movie. I think it was good. Yeah. It was was different enough that it didn't seem run-of-the-mill. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the rewatchability is low for me, but as far as, like, quality and uniqueness, mm-hmm. creepiness, it's high. Uh, I would say four and a half. Okay. Rewatchability, though, that's two. I can understand that. This isn't one, like, this isn't something you could go back and put on, like, Get Out to just keep it in the Jordan Peele family here. Get Out is one you can go back and watch. You'll pick up on little things here and there that maybe you missed. This one, when you really think about it at the end, you're like, it's pretty straightforward. Weird shit happens because there's a weird fucking alien creature eating shit. Yeah. And it didn't look like anything I had seen before. No, I really like that. It was very unique. Uh, you, you think it's like saucer-shaped, but when it gets closer up you realize it's it's not a perfect form and it, that was the first thing that gave me the heebie-jeebies i was like ew why isn't it perfect it's slightly off it's it's moving ever so subtly now we know why yeah it's just like ugh. because when it like unfurls itself and the end of the movie is basically the rest of the trap kind of doesn't work this thing unfurls itself but this is it does that after it uh, the director has gone off on his own like we don't he's being cryptic and shit like we don't deserve the impossible taking 
his small film camera and like gonna sacrifice himself to get the impossible footage. Yep. He's he's alien food. What's he gets face sucked puts up. Uh, barbed wire around himself. <laughs> Unintentionally. Yeah. Well, I thought he was doing it on purpose. Well, it got wrapped around him because the tarp or whatever blew on him because yeah, he was looking at the alien. Yeah, but I thought he was, but... like, leaning into it. Yeah. Like, sacrificing himself. Yeah, he was basically wrapping it around himself, like, well, if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna hurt it. Yeah. But Angel, the Fry's electronics clerk, survived. <laughs> and so, basically, their plan is lure it to a certain point, release a balloon, and hope that it blows it up. That's what happens. Everyone except the director survives. And it's somewhat of a... I don't want to say it's a happy ending. It's a satisfying ending because the ones you want to survive, survive. Yeah, that makes sense. But at the end, it's like, how fucked up are they going to be after all this? <laughs> yeah. No amount of money is going to help with the therapy you might need. That, Like, yeah, I was almost swallowed by a giant alien butthole in the sky. <laughs> Alien butthole in the sky. I don't know. That was probably the best you're ever going to hear me do anything close to singing without busting your eardrums. I liked it. Now, I did hear some people were like, oh, it was stupid. I think people went in with expectations set way too high. Like, this is going to be the scariest thing ever. I'm like, you either go in going, I don't know what this is going to be. Which is how I went in tonight. I'm not sure how you approached it. Yeah, but I was also expecting to be scared a little bit. Yeah. I wasn't scared at all. I wasn't scared. I was just, like, creeped out when you saw this thing, like, moving unnaturally and then unfurling itself and just... It was, I'm like, oh, this is, this is fucked up. I don't like it, but I liked it. Yeah, I like when it sort of did tuck itself back in itself. Yeah, when it first started to unfurl, I asked you, did it prolapse? Because I wasn't sure. I think so, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because it didn't just, like, open itself up and it was its full form. It was, like, taking its time, and it it looked like it was was prolapsing, like something wasn't sitting right, or it took something in that was too, too harmful. I don't know. I like this. It is not as... It's not as scary as Get Out. Get Out has its scary moments. It's not as disturbingly scary as Us, which I think amped up the terror from Get Out. This is definitely a lot more in the sci-fi camp. So I'm kind of glad that he stepped away from something that's like 100% horror and kind of did something different. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, rewatchability, maybe like once every couple of years you throw it on, like, hey, you know what? I want to watch this again. But yeah, I, I'd give it like a solid like six and a half, and then rewatchability is like a two or a three. Oh, you're going out of ten. Well, you went out of five, huh? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so out of five, that would probably be like a four and three quarters to a five. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'd say if you haven't seen it and you like weird alien movies, give it a watch. Yeah, I like weird alien movies. Yeah, you introduced me to Fire in the Sky, and that's a really weird fucked up alien movie. Yeah. Which, some of the scenes with the people getting sucked up into this alien Mm -hmm. reminded me of that, just because of (laughs) the way it moved and... Not cool, man, not cool, because that movie disturbed me the first time I watched it. You're welcome. If you're a Jordan Peele fan, definitely recommend you check this one out. The acting all the way through is solid. There's not a performance that is lackluster. I do wish we had more Keith David, but he kind of shows up in flashbacks giving some wisdom. That's about it. Especially at the end. Yeah. Especially at the end. He's kind of their guiding voice through the whole thing. So that being said, I think Nope can be uh, certified as Skewered Universe approved. What do you think? Can we certify it as Yup? Yup. <laughs> that's, the, that's the sequel. Yup. 
She's gonna be a positive movie. Just the af- just them getting along with their money that they made after <laughs> all the photos they took. They live happily ever after <laughs> for two hours. <laughs> getting new horses, restarting the training, getting some new movie work out of Hollywood. Yeah, it's called. Yep. Hey, would you like to come do this movie? It's it's for Steven Spielberg. Yep. Hey, we want you to come on this talk show and we'll pay you to do it. Yep. Here's a book deal. Yep. How much longer can I milk this story? (laughs) Can I milk this joke, huh? (laughs) Anyway, this was was fun. I had fun with this one. Yeah. Because I had no idea where it was going. Leanne, is there anything else you want to talk about before we go into the whole spiel with other things going on? Nope. (laughs) <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. Clever girl. Clever girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know where you can find us. We're all over the social media. You can go to Facebook, search Skewered Universe Podcast. We are on threads. We're on Instagram, Skewered underscore universe underscore podcast. Skewered Universe Podcast over on threads. Find us there. Join in the conversation. It'll be a lot of fun. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. Support the show. Get transmissions episodes. We're going to be doing audio commentaries. I promise they're coming. But we can do those a lot easier if you help support the show. That's a big one. You can listen to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, all that stuff. Head over to skewerhead.com. That is the main website. You can check out the blog. You can listen to episodes. Find all our social media links. Find the link to our Patreon. That's that's where you need to go, people. It's where you need to go. It's the best website. It's, it's not the best website, but, uh, you know, I, I've i put in time, people. I've put in time. All right. Go to the website, skewerdhead.com. Head over there. That'll be fun. If you want to start your own podcast, we are a Podbean affiliate. Check the link in the show notes. Get yourself a month free hosting. With a paid unlimited plan. We'll get something on the back end, just for transparency. But hey, you help us, we help you. That's how it goes. Now you can also catch me Saturdays at Tales from the Podcast. We go live every Saturday at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This coming Saturday, the, oh, what is it, the 22nd? Yes, I'm looking as we're recording this. It is Wednesday the 19th. So Saturday the 22nd, we are going to be joined by Mr. Chuck Nasty, who will be talking about his new book, Thirsty, and we're going to be talking about a little movie called Thunderpants. We are subjecting him to that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Here at Skewered Universe, we've got some guests coming on soon. Not only are we also going to have Chuck Nasty on our show, I'm getting ready to record something really fun with Patrick from Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. He is a longtime friend of the show. We love him. He's going to come on. That's going to be a lot of fun. Something else I want to plug. As you know, over on Tales, uh, we've been doing Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. We are two episodes in, and we, JB and I, have been joined by Ron Pertee, who also loves the show. I want to give a quick plug here. If you guys are in Wisconsin, he's going to be at the Kenosha Book Fair on 7th Avenue by Studio Moonfall in Kenosha, Wisconsin, this coming Saturday, the 22nd. And you can also head over to his website, I'mUncleRon.com. And if you scroll down to the links on the site on the right side, you can order his book. Make sure you go there. The links will also be in the show notes. Support Ron. Support independent creators. Uh, We support The Strikes. Give writers money. Pay your creators. Pay your actors. Fuck off, corporate billionaire assholes. Leanne, you got anything else you want to add? Nope. (laughs) All right. And with that being said, you guys suck a dick and enjoy that universe that's just a bit skewered. (laughs) 